it's got a built-in recorder. Yeah, it's got a blue, uh, Bluetooth radio in there. Are we recording now? Yeah. Alright. Are we doing an official welcome for everybody? Sure. So this is uh, episode 47. 48? No, 47. I'm just going to argue every time now. I think it's 47. That's my new thing. It's definitely 47. We'll go with 47. Uh, I won't argue when we get to 100. We're trying from inside the car. And we have a guest who you've heard about before. Yeah, so Stephanie is in the back seat. Stephanie is Andrew's fiance. Okay. You gotta speak up a little bit probably because you're in the back seat, Stephanie. So we all know you can. Yeah. So speak up a little bit. Hello. There you go, there's Stephanie. So we're in my new daily. Newly purchased. Newly purchased daily. Probably here because that's the broken exhaust. Yes, we don't buy not broken cars. No. What is this car, Andrew? It is a 2004 WRX STI. Wrong. Oh no, why did I say STI? Not an STI. I used to you own poser. it. You <laughs> poser. It has STI floor mats. You poser. <laughs> yes, we used to own an STI. This is a standard WRX. Yes. And it was originally owned by a good friend of the podcast. You yes. guys recently purchased it off of him. Because he's now in the market for a dad mobile. Yes. So. Well, I think he plans on buying another new body style one. Oh, really? Yeah. He was just tired of keeping up with maintenance on an older car. But yeah. he proved that this will baby. Yes. The car will babby, as they say. Yes. He does already have the babby. But uh, he wants something newer because... He had a green arrow there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he took really he took really good care of it. Like, I, I didn't have to do much to it. No. Just the downpipe really all you got to do. And he had an axle in it, I think. I actually have a downpipe left over from SDI. Okay. And I have the... I left the modified exhaust on the S-Town, and I traded it, and I kept the stock STI exhaust, so it will have stock STI exhaust. So it'll be slightly louder than stock, but slightly quieter than it is right now broken. Yeah, so it's going to have a like a 20,000 mile STI exhaust on it. Right, so you can call it a 2004 WRX with a 2005 WRX STI exhaust, if you that, want to call it an STI, right. yeah. instead of just, you know, bringing up the wrong information for our audience again. Um, so we're doing a Sunday night cruise to go get an ice cream. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure where we're going, but uh, give me a destination and I'll point it there. Because I am driving. Uh, how about Richardson's? Richardson's? Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say, too. Alright, it is. Yeah. So, a little local ice cream knowledge for our audience. Yeah. Um, this car was originally going to be purchased for Stephanie, actually, correct? Correct. And then Andrew is a selfish baby person. No. And decided that he wants to keep it for himself. That's not true. <laughs> Stephanie doesn't like the seats in it. To be clear, I am all of five foot two, and presently the seating position just does not work correctly for a five foot two drive. person. Yes. I can push the clutch in, but that's about as far as I go. <laughs> that's all you have to do. Um, it's a set of you know what model Sparkle seats these are, Andrew. Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, well, they, uh, oh, there's a stop sign there. Yeah, there's a stop sign. Um, they're not fixed back, right? They're adjustable. No, they are. Oh. Yeah, they are adjustable. Yeah. yeah. So they're a street seat, not a race seat, but they are significantly lower than stock. So for a five foot two person to drive this car while basically sitting on the floorboards, I understand why it's not comfortable. Yeah. Uh, Andrew's not actually a selfish baby person, um, in this particular case. Plus, he uh, decided to buy it anyway, though, for himself. So, <laughs> well, I drove it. And I was like, "This is too nice," and for the money he was 
willing to sell it to me for. Yes. Like, it is probably the nicest uh, GD body style that we are actually can it's find. It's certainly the nicest one you would find for the amount of money you paid for it. Yes. We'll leave, it leave it at that. Yeah. So, but I'm driving it, and um, you may not make it back home, because I'm going to have to kill you <laughs> and buy it myself. Basically, it drives like a brand new car. Yeah. Other than, the, like, the slightly louder exhaust, it's a really good car. I've driven a proper um, WRX or any all-wheel drive or turbo car. Or something isn't a hundred years old. Well, I mean, I drive my truck every day. So yeah, thank you for the for the dig. Um, but my truck is a big. My truck drives like it's a hundred years old because it's yeah. a body-on-frame, twenty-five-foot-long, automatic transmission, obnoxious vehicle. So yeah, it's been a long time since I've driven a good all-wheel drive turbo car. Actually, probably since I blew up my Galant two years ago. Probably. Might have been the last one I drove. Mm-hmm. Um, I may have driven the 100-year-old cars for a while, but nothing uh, nothing modern and put together well. So what mods does this car have, Andrew? He's got, <coughs> excuse me, one of the old, the original uh, access ports. Yep, because he bought this car brand spanking new in 04. Yeah. And he bought, that was the first mod he did, I think, was the access port, right? Yeah. As and I remember, I remember the first tune that he came out with. Yeah. Um, when you would shift at the top of second gear, there was some weird like, like it was it was the wrong the shift point was wrong, and when you'd shift, it would just fall out of boost. And when in the third gear, it just bogged. And then they released a different tune for the access port that fixed that problem. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I remember when he first put it in, it was kind of annoying because you like, you get on it, you go through first gear, you get into second gear, and then it was like, wait a second, where all the power go? I know it's. It seems to be gone now. And you have a little. It's stage one, bro. Yeah, she goes pretty good. Yeah, it's got. Actually, it's got a carboy shifter. Okay. Because that was the first mod he ever did. Uh, That's the the access board? I think so. Because okay. I remember helping him put it in. Yeah. This, yeah. this, this car is cool because it's been like in the, the auto off topics family, as yeah. to say, um, since it was new. Keep going straight. Go straight. And then, like, um, uh, I just put on today, I had a leftover Dent Sport shift knob for yep. my STI. It's the fancy one that's embossed on top, the yep. ESG. Yeah. So, like you said earlier, a little New England Motorsports history. Yeah. To and go then, with the car with the lot of off-topic history. So he's only done, like, um, he's only done, like, uh, it's, it's got, We are not getting pulled over. No, it's no there's a fire truck on the other way. <laughs> he's got AGXs. Yeah, KYB, HGXs, uh, and I No, I think they're Swift Springs. Swifts? Okay. Um, and then, basically, he's just done all the maintenance that the car has ever needed. So it also has Sparco wheels. That's right, the Corsas. Yeah, Sparco Corsa wheels, dark gray. And, like, some decent Michelin all-seasons. Yeah, I take this left, not right. Not right. Yeah. Um, and he never did too much with it. I mean, remember him doing a couple autocrosses with this? It's got a new clutch already. Yep. Rear main seal, tying belt's already done. Yeah. Um, I remember him doing a couple of auto crosses with us and a couple of rally crosses with us in the car, but overall, it never really didn't do too much competition stuff. No. So, man, it drives nice. It drives real nice. I get better mileage than my truck every day on the highway. Well, I hope so. Yeah. So, the, because the 9M Montero, I was telling you the other day, it's got a 24 gallon fuel tank. I filled it up on Monday. It was basically empty on Friday. I went 340 miles. But 
it's 24 gallons. Yeah, so. 24 gallons is a lot of, a lot of, a lot of gallons. Yeah. Um, my truck's the same way. My truck is uh, 20, I think a 22 gallon tank in the, in the diesel truck. Yeah. And you know, just shy of 400 miles usually is, a, is an average. If with a lot of highway driving. If it's all city driving, it's significantly less. Yeah. I'm towing a trailer, it's half that. But that's about where, where I get with that. Man, these, these cars have kind of reached the bottom of the depreciation cycle now, I, too, I think. These are solid cars. I think now's the time to pick one up if you can find a good one, because, I mean, you can find a half-decent one for five grand, right? Yeah, I think these cars held together over the long term better. Yeah, as long as you find one that's not rusty. Yeah. And I know here in the Northeast, the wagons, they all have the rear strut tires rot. Yeah. And the quarter panels rust on the sedans. This has got a little bit of a fix. Yeah, it's not bad though. But I don't think the interior. I think the interior aged well. Yeah, I mean it's very simple. I don't agree with people that think the interior doesn't look good or it seems cheap. Well, I mean I it seems it's, adequate it's, for the car. It seems cheaper than an Audi, but the car is cheaper than an Audi. Yeah. For what it is, it was nicer than an Lancer. You know, it's funny. I was thinking. So in August of two thousand one, I bought my Talent, which yep. is an eleven-year-old car at, at that time, point. Yeah. Now this is a 13-year-old car, and granted I'm paying a little more money than it, but I can't imagine having this car as a 16-year-old, because it's significantly faster than the stock talent. Yeah, not like by a whole lot, but these are pretty fast cars. Like this would be a lot of car for a 16-year-old. It's a lot of car for a 36-year-old, because I just went way too fast. There, that section of road that I'm on right now. The, uh... We'll call it... The test we'll track. It, we'll call it... Yeah, the test track. Yeah. It's a uh, special stage route 11, Andrew, because it's nighttime, and there's a lot of neon signs. Yep. Um, so, yeah. No, this car, it, it boogies pretty good. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got hustle. I want one now. <laughs> you know, I... It brought back a lot of memories driving it, uh, having the STI. You know what's funny is I was significantly jealous when our friend bought this car brand new. Yeah. Um, because as a talent owner at the time myself, um, this was kind of like what I aspired to. Um, because it was the first time that a WRC, you know, vehicle was marketed in this country as such. You know, we think a lot of VR4 had been available, but it was never marketed here as like yeah. a WRC car. Yeah. It was just marketed as an all-wheel drive, you know, fall weather car. Whereas this was, they really pushed the rally heritage in the country. In fact, all of the ad campaigns showed this color, the World Rally Blue. Yeah. So as a, you know, how old was I in 2004 when you bought this? See, I, I can't do math that quick. 22? I was 20. Yeah, so I was 22, 23. Um, and it was just like, this was the car. Yeah, there was no Evo available yet. It was only this car. Yep. Um, and it was just the... I wanted one bad. I well, the Evo was 03, so they're around, but they're one and two years old. You know, the math, the, the, the time frame in my head isn't lining up now, Andrew. Did you buy this car early? Was it like an early 04? You bought an 03? I think you bought it in April of 04. Really? Yeah. Because I had, I, I, I don't know, because I feel like did, I bought my 03 Evo in 04. It was like in October or November you bought it. I thought it was the beginning of 04. Alright, so maybe that's what pushed me to buy the Evo is when I had driven this. I was like, well, I'm going to buy this. Because at the time when he bought this, I wasn't not driving an all-wheel drive turbo car because I had the talent still kind of. It was a big deal because the 04 STI had come out. Yeah. And it like, didn't have a radio. It was all this weird shit. Yeah. 
but at the time he bought this, I was driving my Audi, I think. Yeah. I had an 01 A4 180T Quattro, you know, five-speed sport package. And it was a cool car, but I just, I liked this so much more. And I, I just remember being jealous because you got the Royal Relay Blue car. It was the car I always wanted. And at the time, I just couldn't quite swing it. And, uh, you know, my college-educated friends that people were money than I did at the time, because I didn't go to college at the time, um, could buy it, and I didn't. And now here I am driving it. Yep. <laughs> 15 years later, 13 years later, whatever it is. Well, he basically wanted to go to somebody that was going to take care of it. Yeah. And he wanted to see somebody young get it and cut it up, so... So somebody old like us is going to get it cut up. No, I, I'm probably going to leave it just like this. I'll fix the exhaust, and that's about it. Yeah, I hope that red paint in the ground is dry. Uh, I hope so, too. Try and drive around it, but it's kind of right in the middle it of the street. It is kind of weird. Yeah. I'm kind of hanging to the right because the paint's in the middle of the street, so... I went to the left lane, which is bad. So, anyway, enough about this car. You went to... We didn't get to talk about the last one. Red paint. Um... Went to MOD. I did go to MOD. Mitsubishi Owners Day East. Yes. Um, it was actually unfortunate this year. It wasn't year. in New Jersey. It was in Pennsylvania, right? That was in Philadelphia. Yeah, because their their headquarters are in Sweetsboro, Sweetsboro, New Jersey. So yeah. it used to be at Campbell Field, which is in New Jersey, in um, just over the river, like under the under the Ben Franklin Bridge. Under the ben Franklin Camden. Bridge. Camden. Camden. Thank you, Stephanie. Which Camden. is the Rutgers. Yes, the, yeah. the murder capital of New Jersey. Unfortunately. Yes. Uh, but they moved to Philadelphia. It's actually the parking lot of the Philadelphia Eagles Stadium. Um, a real bird bike here, guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, the parking lot of the stadium and of the um, where the Phillies play. They're right next door to each other. The Bird Dome. I don't so know what they call that. They, don't, they definitely don't call it the Bird Dome. Um, it was a uh, it's like a shared parking lot for both both venues. But they had it there. It was really it's a much better venue because it's not in Camden. Um, but there's no shade, and it's a cement parking lot, so that was really lame. Like, I brought Ollie, my, my dog, um, and had a really hard time keeping him comfortable, just because there was no place to go get out of the sun. Yeah. So he wound up hanging out. really any shade at Campbell's, though, either. At least at Campbell's, there was, like, the inside you could go to, and there was, over by the bridge, there was a shadow cast by the bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was enough gunfire that the wind of the bullets going by would keep you cool the whole time. Yeah. Um, but where it is now, there's just no shade. It's a huge open field-like parking lot. And uh, Ollie wound up staying underneath uh, our friend AJ, who has the imported Shogun. Yeah. Uh, wound up like hanging out underneath his truck oh. <laughs> with his water bowl. It's like, oh, cool here, guys. Leave you alone. Slightly less boiling hot. Yeah, because you got you met up with all the Montero East Coast yes, Montero the, guys. Yes, the uh, Northeast Mitsubishi Four x Four. Yes. We went to search for on Facebook for the group. Uh, is actually a pretty active group of, of guys that all own Monteros or Pajeros. Yes, or I guess Eric is fond of the group. So. Yes, former guest Eric Corrales. Um, so we met up, met up with them. I drove down. We met up at a campsite in the Wharton, I think is the name of it. W-H-A-R-T-O-N. Uh-huh. State Forest in New Jersey. Uh, the, the Part of the New Jersey Pine Barrens. Mm-hmm. Um, so we camped out the night before. And then went over to the event at the Field of Philadelphia. Um, unfortunately, this year the event was the same day as, well, the same weekend, I should say, as the DSM shootout. So a lot of the good performance cars chose to go to the shootout versus the car show, obviously, because they had, you know, the autocross and the drag racing and all yep. the stuff they do at the DSM shootout. So it was 
really much more show cars than, than anything else. So it was kind of a, it was a different vibe than something that you or I would normally go to. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of, like, cambered out, slammed cars, and not a lot of true Mitsubishi enthusiasts. Um, Hashtag built to park. Yes. Yeah. Which actually is the name of a car club in our area, which yes, is quite hysterical. I know you're aware. <laughs> I'm just letting the rest of our audience know, Stephanie, that uh, that it is that it is a thing. I'm actually gonna drive by the ice cream place. Yeah. Just a little bit of turn back and we'll come back to it. Um, just because we hear it already, it's only been like ten minutes. Yeah, it's really. This is like, wow. Look at that Whoa. line. Oh my gosh. Maybe we won't get an ice cream there tonight. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? It's the last night of summer. Yeah. School starts kids. next week. Yeah. It's like, uh, man, this is like super throwback. We're driving this old, old car. That yeah, we don't to our like early twenties hangout. This <laughs> is like, so yeah. weird. For, for very, very regional, um, regional knowledge drop. Uh, Richardson's ice cream is like a local farm that does their own, their own dairy farm. They basically they, supply all ice cream for every ice cream stand in the area. Yes, it probably is. So if you loop back, yeah, we'll back way, to the we'll troubles. Yeah. Go to the other local. Ice cream. Another another <laughs> local ice cream place. Yeah, actually, if that's close, we can go to um, uh, the witch one there, the Dairy Witch. <laughs> yep. Or the Willows. This one's the place we can go for ice cream. But this is definitely an old school cruise night because we're uh, yeah. I would just driving around looking for something to do. Like we're you know 19 again. I'm okay with that though. Yeah. So take the uh, take the right up here at the light. Yeah, I'll loop around at the light up here at 62. Um, anyway, so there are a lot more cars, a lot more show cars, a lot less performance cars, but it was the first year that the Montero group went down together. So it was the first year that we had more than one Montero at the show. Yeah. So that was good. Um, the organizers, that was weird, organizers didn't have... Oh no, I meant go down to the next set of lights. I know, but this just loops around and I can go back on the street and turn around. Oh. Um, the organizers didn't have it set up for the Beat Monteros there. Yeah. Um, so they didn't have an award for like best SUV. Oh. They had an award for best CUV. Oh. Which Whoops. I'm not really sure what a CUV is. It's a compact. compact is that what it means? I oh, know I meant. All right, never mind. Oh, I don't know what you meant. That's I, what I did. Go down to the other lights. Oh, oh you wanted me to go down yeah, by like Amherst State Hospital? Yeah. Oh, I didn't do oh, that. Oh, we get old school. They had an award for best SUV. They had an award for best CUV, and they actually awarded it to uh, AJ's right-hand drive Shogun. Yeah. Um, which we all thought was kind of strange because his vehicle is—I uh, don't want to—I don't want to say it's bad. That's not the thing's awesome, but it's by far not a show vehicle. Yeah. Um, so there was a little bit of contention in the rest of the CUV crowd. Oh. Um, where's reverse in this car? I don't remember. It's up and o over to the, uh, over to your right Left and back. Ah, here it is. Japanese five-speed. So we lost the zero one, so. So make up this whole neighborhood by turning around. <laughs> I don't think it's that loud out of the car. It's pretty loud. I heard you coming down the street earlier when you were coming to my It's office. as loud as my Glant. Which is not quiet. No. Remember, you got pulled over for that for having too loud of an exhaust. Yeah. So yes, it's as loud as you can want, but you got pulled over for having too loud of an exhaust. We were almost in Vermont. I was like a, like a mile from the Vermont border, and the guy got me. You were in Vermont, though, right? No. Nope. Oh, the the If you're on 91, there's one turnoff right, bef right before you cross the border to Vermont, 
and uh, that's where he made me pull over. And he had a and Prius already pulled over. Yeah. The Prius have a lot of exhaust too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so they got Best SUV, went to him, and when they gave him the award, they said that they gave it to him because the vehicle was interesting, uh, because it was a right-hand drive, Mitsubishi yeah. Shogun, um, and it was covered in mud. Okay. So they liked the fact that he used it as intended. Yeah. Um, which I think slighted some of the show car, because they got the outlander show cars and stuff that were not thrilled with that outcome. But because like he literally did no prep, he just we drove through the woods and then drove to the show and he parked it and took home best CUV trophy. <laughs> it was like a really big trophy too. It was a it was a ridiculously big trophy. Um, so we called it the trophy truck for the rest of the weekend <laughs> and kind of you know razzed him about it. Um, he had a slight issue on the way home. I'm not sure what to talk about it, so I'll leave it away, but he made it home eventually. Yeah. It probably the longest drive, not the longest drive, because one of the Mitsubishi Montero Northeast guys that came up is not actually from the Northeast. He's from Tennessee. He drove all the way up from Tennessee for the event. And then he got stuck in a bunch of traffic. I started posting on Facebook afterwards for all people going down to the watch the eclipse. Yes, he got stuck in eclipse traffic. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy Ironic. that there was eclipse traffic. You got stuck in eclipse traffic leaving the Mitsubishi <laughs> owners. Well, there weren't that many eclipses because they were all at... Um, the eclipse event? Well, no, the DSM shootout. Yeah. Or at least the first and second gens were. Which Mitsubishi launched their, their new stupid eclipse CUV during their, the eclipse? Their, you mean their new CUV? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they did. It's kind of a... It was kind of cool, though. The pictures were really, really cool. Yeah, because they were done by... what? Like, the main shots were taken by... Um, uh, this guy's Lindbergh. He shoots for speed, speed hunters. Speed hunters, yeah. He's actually a Montero owner, too. Yeah. Small trivia piece. Yeah, Gone Durton. Yeah, on Instagram, he's at Gone Durton, and his pictures are like... Like, if there was a Picasso of photography, I would say it would go to him. A Picasso of automotive photography, he would get it. He's, he's really, really good. So, for a uh, little trivia, so the, we're going to drive by where the former Danvers State Hospital was. So if yes. you've seen the movie Session 9... So creepy. That's... Yeah, that... The movie was filmed there. Yep. At this creepy old Wasn't closed else state hospital. Too? I don't know. I thought there was another old movie that was filmed there. No. Wasn't like Rosemary's Baby filmed there? I have no idea. I feel like I might have just stuck my foot in my mouth, but I think it might have been. And my mom used to, like, intern there as a nurse. Yeah, it's a creepy building. And, like, a... Yeah. Would you believe in, like, haunted things or not? It's, uh, it's strange. The good news is take this right. It's pretty fun. You can live there now. Yeah, it's condos. Yeah, you're into condos. <laughs> Scary condos. So all the ghosts of mental patients will haunt you. Yeah, whether you believe in ghosts or not, even the facade of the building is... It's that uh, classic gothic, uh, you know, mental asylum look. Yeah from the 1900s. And I remember after it closed down, when we were probably of the age we normally would have been making this drive. You know, oh, 19, you, 20, I, 20, I, 20, I never went up there. People used to like break in yeah, and do like time. urban exploring all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Really creepy and strange. Yeah. It wasn't there an episode of one of those like Ghost Hunter shows filmed there? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think there was. The super bizarre thing is I watched that movie before I moved here and before I knew where I was moving to and it wasn't until I met Andrew that I And the road we're driving down right now, where it is, the road itself is creepy. Uh, yeah, it's lined with a cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> so you get that vibe going. Children of the corn. And yeah. then it's up on the hill. You can see it. 
Yeah, you can see the building out in the distance, and then it's really, there's nothing else around on both sides, it's just corn. Which I think there's a detention center in yes. front of it, yeah. Uh, it's not a detention center, it's like a juvenile. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, unfortunately, due to somebody in my life who I know, um, I spent some time hanging out there visiting a, okay. a guest of the detention center. Um, and it's not like a jail kind of building, so there's not like a bar of wires around it or anything, but it is in the shadow of the um, Danvers State Hospital. So, yeah, so why people want to live there in condos, I don't know. I assume people that live there are from out of town and don't really yeah, realize don't the know. history. Yeah. Because it's, I don't know, but I mean, I'd, I'd probably live there. I'm just, I, I don't believe in that stuff. Well, that's like in Salem, they took an old jail, and now that's condos. Condos and a restaurant. Although, yeah, it does have a cool arcade bar in it, but yeah. so, very, very local stuff. Yeah. So anyway, that after you guys went to MOD, then you guys went camping? We spent the rest parents. of the day, we left MOD a little at the end of the show, about 1 o'clock, and we headed back into the Wharton State Forest, which is um, the Pine Barrens of New Jersey, and we did a four-wheeling trip, probably about a five-hour trip, I guess. Um, just some really fun trails, nothing super technical, they're more like fire road style. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it was some, there was some overgrown roads that hadn't been used in quite some time. A lot of deep, like, mud pits. Um, but it was a really good wheeling trip. It was a, it would have been a good, like, entry-level trip for somebody who wants to try 4x4 overlanding kind of life. Um, because there wasn't anything really technical. And there was one section of it that I don't know if it was built that way on purpose or if it was designed, I don't know how it happened, but it was like dirt bike whoops. Yeah. Like up and down and up and down and up and down over and over again, like, like really tight together rolling hills. And it was funny because, as most listeners know, my truck has been broken forever. Um, so I hit my Silverado, which is again over 20 feet long. And all of the Monteros were going over these these whoops, and the nose of the truck would come up and point at the sky, and the nose of the truck would come down and point at the ground, and it was like a really big rolling thing. And then my truck got to the same set of whoops. And these whoops went on for probably a half a mile. But my truck would get there, and it's so long that it would just raise the whole truck up at once. Oh. <laughs> raise the whole truck back oh. down at the same time. So it's just like up and down and up and down because it was so long that the back tires and the front tires were on two different whoops the whole time. So it was definitely an interesting experience. Don't get on Route 1 take the turn before it. Take the turn before it, yeah. So that's the right-hand turn right here. Yes. Um... The dog didn't seem to like it. I thought he was going to get sick in the truck. No. He didn't. He stuck it out. The trooper. So, yeah, we did about a, like I said, about a five-hour, probably, off-road trip. Yeah. Um, really good time. I mean, I, if, if you get a chance to, if you're in anywhere near our area and you want to do a good off-road trip, that uh, Northeast 4x4 Mitsubishi Club is, they're pretty active. Really good guys. We don't discriminate against non-Mitsubishis. Uh, we have a lot of fun. So, in fact, uh, Jose, um, one of the founding members, set up a decal to commemorate the trip that he's sending out to everybody this week, which is kind of cool. We all were looking to buy, like, they have, like, little, you know, little round country decals. Mm-hmm. The Wharton State Forest at WSF country decals, but in the store, they ran out of them. Oh, so okay. he took it upon himself to make his own. <laughs> and then on the top it says, you know, Wharton State Forest in Jersey. And then along the bottom it says Mitsubishi Montero's 4x4 Club Northeast or whatever. So that's kind of cool. They you know, took time to make those. It's a commemor- commemoration of the trip. So 
we're a fairly new group, but I mean, we got some good members, and it's a lot of fun. Very, very knowledgeable in off-roading too. So, and we're all gonna get together again for Vermont Overland. Yes, which is coming up pretty soon. Yes. So I, because of that, I stayed home. I had some other stuff to do. I wanted to work on my truck because it needed a few things. So we'll go right into project car updates. Okay. So your um, update is the. I did, I did, yeah, the 99 Montero, I replaced the transmission filter and did a drain and fill in the fluid. It was kind of brown. I was like, all right, we'll do that. Uh, I dropped the cross member and the transmission mount is blown out. So let's see, I was like, I've been having an issue with the truck like no starting, like randomly, and you know, you like wiggle the shifter or, uh, Put in neutral, it will start. So I think the uh, yeah. yeah, just driving with no headlights. They're probably a hundred in their grand marquee. Yeah, he waved at me. I don't know. Uh, he acknowledged that I flashed my lights at him, but yeah. he didn't turn his lights on. You didn't get the picture that you're turning yours on and off. Yeah. So I guess we go left up here. Yep. Those are dampers. Yep. And then um, so I was like, all right, cool. That might be part of the problem where it's a it's a cable shifted automatic transmission so maybe it's pulling down on the cable a little bit yeah sometimes if the if the computer doesn't realize the car is fully in park or there's some kind of sensor that knows it's not fully in park yeah. the parking ball is not adjusted properly or something yeah the parking neutral safety switch yeah so that's the one so uh i was like all right i'll have to fix that later but in the meantime i did the filter and it shifted a little better after that. Like, as far as, like, driving on the road, it started yeah. shifting better. Yeah, it wasn't harsh. I was like, all right, that's cool. And then I did the fuel filter with an OEM one. Yeah. As that seemed uh, past due, it looked pretty original. I'm sure it was, because people don't think yeah. to replace their fuel filters very often. That's an overlooked thing a lot. Swapped the air filter because we'd gone through an AFR, which is super dusty, but actually the air filter wasn't that bad. And then I had a junkyard transmission shifter that was in better shape the one I had in the car, and I bought it used on eBay, and the junkyard that sold it to me came out of a, like a 96 Montero, so the same one. They sold it to me with the four-wheel drive shifter. But they you didn't had, even think you needed it, but... I kind of knew I needed and I wanted it anyways because it had the upgraded white ball shifter, so the way the shifters work, they have this like pivot ball in them, and the one that I have in the 99, the later generation trucks, are like a... It's almost like the same rubber that a, like a uh, lacrosse ball is made out of. Okay. And it just like deteriorates and falls yeah, apart. I'm sure that they don't do well. And then the white ball ones are like a hard Durlin plastic. So they last a lot longer. Actually, they're like perfect. Like they don't wear out at all. So the junkyard shifter came with that without even asking for it. Yeah, for like 60 bucks. That's, that's a sweet. That's a score then. Uh, so I anyway, I put that shifter in, the automatic one definitely helped because I tightened some stuff up and then I was like alright I'm going to change this four wheel drive shifter because you got to take the whole center console out to do the automatic one I was like might as well change the four wheel drive shifter mm -hmm. and of course I read a tutorial on the uh, adventure driven design forums yep. about a month ago and I completely forgot the main thing there was some train tracks the, uh, there are three bolts that look like what hold the shifter in and you're like cool I'll just undo those well those are not it those are three bolts that go directly through a plate they're not studs they're bolts and I hear one and it falls 
right into the transfer case. Yeah, on the back side, it's like a nut, right? Yep. No, it's just the, the top, yeah, the top was a nut, and it was a through bolt. Right, so you take the nut off, and the bolt just falls out. Yep. Yeah. So good like, design, good design. Damn it. So, I pulled the cover off with the four correct bolts, and then I literally fished in the transfer case while my dad puffed at me. Um, and, uh, like, easily half an hour. Luckily, he had this, like, bendy yeah. magnet. It wasn't, like, on a extendable stick. It was just a long, thin piece of aluminum with a magnet at the end that I could bend around stuff. And I basically just kept fishing, fishing, and finally grabbed it. Yeah, because if that thing got stuck down there, you wouldn't be driving that truck afoot. No, I'd take the, the inspection cover off and, like, go in there. And over the vest. Uh, so it was like, it was funny because I pulled it up and it got stuck on like a, one of the gear shafts, like the head of it. So I had to, so I had to take the other magnet, hold it, take the bendy magnet and make a hook and went underneath and pulled it out. I wish I could have been there for that. That sounds like a fun day. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm glad I wasn't there for that. (laughs) Anyway, I got it together. Shifts into four-wheel drive way better than it did before. Yeah, well, because there's no... The the, the thing that actually locates the shifter was missing. Yeah, I can actually pivot now. (laughs) So... So that was that was one of my worries. I was like, I don't want to go off roading with this, get it stuck in four wheel drive, or not be able to get into four wheel drive. Yeah, get, get stuck in four low up in Vermont, and then never be able to make it home because you'd have to. Yeah, exactly. Literally have a towed or pull a car apart there. To yeah, exactly. So that was all set, uh, and then this weekend, I actually I ordered the mount, uh, the transmission and, mount. Yeah, transmission mount and aftermarket one, and I put that in. And then I adjusted the part neutral safety switch. It was slightly out of adjustment and adjusted the cable because it, you know, it obviously stretched with 184,000 miles on it. Now the shifter is super tight. So far, it has not, it has not, not started, not started yet. Yeah. Double negative. Yes. Not, not started. Um, so that's all set. I installed my it's CB. Kind and courteous use of turn signal, sir. Yes. Use your blinker. I uh, installed my CB, but it's kind of weird. I don't know if there's a problem with the CB. I'll have to double check my wiring. Uh, I turn it on. It works. It instantly goes to channel 9 whenever you turn it on and off, which is kind of weird. So we'll just leave channel 9 as our default channel? No, you can't, because channel 9 is the emergency channel. Oh, that's right, too. Maybe that's why it defaults channel 9. I don't know. Turn it on and off. I figured it would... It seemed to have, like, it's got power, like a constant power, then, like, a memory power, and then a ground. So I was like, cool, I'll just wire it into the... I'll splice into the same wires in, into the radio harness that is constant power, memory power, and then I just added the ground wire. Second car, no headlights on. Yeah. And then... Uh, oh, no, they're on. That was to hurt me. And then... Um, I... Uh, but And then, like, I'll turn it to channel 19, and then all of a sudden it'll just be on channel 9. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, so, it's something weird. Like, there's something simple. It was a cheap that. refurb one I bought, and not a brand new one. So, I don't know. I'll look into it more. Yeah. So, that's about it for that. Uh, anything else? Nope. Just uh, well, driving this around a little I, bit. Yeah, uh, I attempted to, to do the valve step seals in the Raider today. Um, I pulled the truck down off the hill, opened the hood, got all the tools out. Then I said, you know what? I should go down to AutoZone, or excuse me, uh, Advanced Auto Parts. And um, rent the tool that I need, the valve spring compressor tool yep. that I need to do the job, which I called them to make sure they had uh, before I did the car part. So 
I was just about to get everything all taken apart, and I was like, eh, I'll get the tool first. So I went down to get the tool, and uh, they don't have it. Yeah, they have the regular one that you have to have the head off, right? They had the one you had to have the head off, but the fact that they had that isn't even an issue because obviously it doesn't work. But the tool that they brought out when I asked for the valve spring compressor tool yeah. was a spring compressor. Like a like a strut spring compressor. Right, if you get struts. So they, they have no idea. They have no talking. idea. I said, I need a valve spring compressor tool. He's like, all right, I got you, bro. And he came back out with this like a giant huge thing. box. And I was like, this clearly is not going to be what I'm looking for. And he's like, here you go, spring compressor. And I was like, nope. Uh, yes. You're, uh, okay, let me correct you. It is a spring compressor, yes. But that is not the spring compressor I'm looking for. So, unfortunately, I did not. Again, the update is there is no update on the Red Raider because it's still. I just, I just keep running in circles with the stupid truck. I'll have to look on eBay for the right one. Or no, I'm going to go on Amazon tomorrow. Yeah, Amazon or, look, or maybe even Harbor Freight has one. Yeah. Literally, if it only if it's only able to get through eight valves, and that's all you need. Well, I'll just buy three of them, and that way I'll be able to do the whole job, and I'll return all three of them broken. Because it's we have our freight tools work. So, whatever. It's just it's just frustrating because I don't know. I finally had some time to do it, and I you know I thought I did my due diligence, making sure I had the stuff to do it right, and I didn't have the stuff to do it right. The picture on the website that Advanced Auto Parts shows the right tool. Yeah, but they don't have it. And I went to every other parts store in town, and nobody has the right one. So, in fact, Pet Boys doesn't even do a valve spring compressor because they're all about stickers and wax. Yes. So, whatever. So yeah, that's, that's my product update. Is again, no update. So, what about, what about, wah, wah, wah. What about Stephanie? I think we have project wedding updates. I don't think you want to hear about those. No. Well, you, well, what do you have? There's one car related update. Yeah, what are, you, what are you doing to mark the tables? Uh, oh, yes. So we're going to use uh, car emblems so long as we can find enough to cover all the tables. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to locate some at the historics, which we will be attending. We'll have them before then. Um, yeah, but there's a. The swap they have like a flea stores. market. Yeah, yeah but I'll have, I'll have them before. Look at the line here. Yeah, but it's not bad. It moves pretty fast. So, those will be our table uh, names. We'll be old car models. We'll, we'll finish this up. And go stand yeah, because you have a Camaro logo, I think I saw it. Yeah. No, we have an SS. So I got the SS, the Grand National. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a Regal. Yep. Uh, we're looking for a Monte Carlo and a, a, like a scripted Gallant one would be kind of cool. Probably That's a pretty impossible to get, though. Yeah. Actually, I'm go over there because this is kind of a small yeah, spot. Yeah, kind of small. The guy took a spot I was going for. Yeah. Uh, there's, the, there's enough room there, I think. No, put it right here, though. Yeah. This is easy. It's like curb your wheels. And we can uh, just finish this up. Yeah, was that. And that was it, right? Where, where were we? Oh, so. Yeah, so we're going to go to uh, Lime Rock next Saturday. Yep. So if anybody's there, I'll have we'll stickers. Have stickers yeah. uh, find us, message us. I know a couple of listeners have already messaged. I already asked if we're going to be there. Yep. Cool. So we'll see a few people uh, at least. We're going to send some stickers out after we get ice cream here. Yep. And um, I guess I guess we'll call it an episode. Yeah. That, that actually seemed pretty successful. Hopefully the audio works it sounds, out. It sounds pretty good. It's a little echoey. Oh, you have but a headphone in? Yeah. I got oh, both okay. headphones in. So. All right. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll do this for like during the lunch break at Lime Rock. Because it's like an hour lunch break. Yeah. Maybe. We'll go sit in the car or something. Yeah. Maybe if some of our, if some of our guests are there too. They want to come over and chit chat a little bit on the on the podcast yeah that'd be pretty fun so um as always 
You can uh, please rate the podcast on iTunes, uh, share it with your friends. You can follow us Auto Off Topic on Auto Off Topic Podcast on Facebook, Auto Off Topic on Instagram. You can follow me, Race and Anger, on Instagram. Follow Brad. T-S-I-S-S-3-5-0. Yep. And what is uh, lovely Stephanie's Instagram? She has a couple of fun ones. Oh, I have Steph's Ugly Kitchen. Yep. Steph's Ugly Kitchen. That's always a good time. Not very many updates there lately, but um, Cuddle Buddy Enzo is always posting pictures. So. Yep, right. that's our dog Enzo. Okay. That's that's one of two auto off-topic dogs. Yes. <laughs> yes, they're both they're both they're both covered on that that page though. So my my Ollie is there too. Yep. But all right, guys. Well, uh, have a good night or day, whatever time you listen to this. Yep. And uh, keep your cars analog.